Any intentional forward movement of his hands starts a forward pass, even if the player loses possession of the ball as he is attempting to tug it back towards his body. Also, if the player has tugged the ball into his body and then loses possession, it is a fumble. Like I got over the tuck rule, but I still think about the tuck rule. Do you not believe the tuck rule was appropriately applied? I do not. I do not. Hey folks, we got another tuck rule for you. We have a very special one this week. Uh, this is the one year anniversary show. Um... We haven't quite gotten to 52 episodes yet, but uh, our first episode came out a year ago this week. So, uh, against all odds, we have survived a year. Um, as always, I'm joined by my darling co-host, Katie. Say what's up, Katie. What's up, Katie? Um, so, Katie, in the year that we've had the tuck rule going, um, we've obviously gone from being a obscure d-list football podcast being the number one sports podcast i think just general podcast in the entire world um and as as we have grown as we have conquered everyone else um i think it's probably finally time for us to bring on a official third member right yeah yeah i mean this third member is not trans but that's okay yeah well Here's the thing, Katie. We are officially rich enough. We have made enough money that we have completely sold out. Um, and oh, oh, fuck! <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so the person that we brought on uh, to be the first official roaming tuck tuck rule correspondent is, of course, former The Ringer writer Stephen Ruiz. Say what's up, Stephen. How's it going? Yeah. Um, so now, Stephen, that you are our employee. Um, we have decided to send you around, send you around this fine country um, to cover training camp, uh, because the Tuck Rolls never had a media presence like that at training camp. So uh, why don't you tell the people where you've been? Oh uh, yeah, I just want to say thanks for having me. Thanks for putting your trust in, into me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels great to be at a big media organization now. Like I, I feel like I really have a platform. Yeah, the biggest the biggest podcast in the in the galaxy, not mm-hmm. just the world. That's right. But uh, the tour I've had a, I've had stops in Baltimore and I've had a stop in Los Angeles. I, I've only gone to two. I'm a fraud. I'm no Peter King. I've only been to Ravens camp and Chargers camp. Well, so I mean, obviously next year when when we become the biggest podcast, not just in the galaxy but in the known universe, we'll probably have the budget to send you to like three more um <laughs> but you know we have to start conservative for now i think that makes sense so um steven uh we sent you to training camp for really only one thing i think um katie and i we are curious um are these players fucking <laughs> i i can't say that they they are but i also can't oh. say that they are not so okay. I, yeah, I, I just don't have the sources to back any of this up. I, I, I'll just say this. The energy is – it wouldn't surprise me just based on the energy around camp. Okay. I would say more so okay. at Chargers camp than Ravens camp. Interesting. So, I mean, you know. The Los Angeles Chargers, the official team of fucking each other. Los Angeles, classic, classic. 
California liberal values. Um, uh, and, you know, naturally that would lend itself to a sucking and fucking friendly environment. Um, Steven, we have sure. not hired you. You are still... You are still employed by the Ringer. Thank you for joining us. Um, but you have actually gone to training camp, um, and you have not been asking players if... Well, anyway. Um, I feel like a lot of people don't really have much of a sense of what it's like at training camp if they haven't gone for the fan experience, or just like... Um, um, so I was wondering if you could just do a quick breakdown of what it was like to cover camp from the media side. Um this is the first year that you've ever really covered camp, right? Yeah, yeah. So my first stop was with the Ravens. I drove there. It was like an hour drive. First of all, I get there early, like a nerd. And they're like, no, you have to wait 15 minutes. So I have to, like, circle the block around Ravens camp. And then mm-hmm. I, I, fi- I finally get in. My name's not on the list, by the way. Thanks, The Ringer. You really Come on. set me up with that Damn. one. So I had to, like, prove my way in. I had to, like, answer a series of questions and stuff. Uh, so I finally get in. And then I'm going to be honest, a little disappointed. Dang. It's just like, I mean, it's just like, like you go to you go to practice in high school. It's like that. But uh-huh. imagine watching that. Now, the players are good. And they're, but they don't play enough. Like, the good players don't get enough reps. Just there yeah. aren't that many reps. So, like... I saw Lamar Jackson throw like maybe 15 passes and uh, like everything that happened around that wasn't worth watching in order to see those 15 passes. Yeah. I imagine that you probably saw more Brett Hundley than you did Lamar Jackson. Br- Anthony Brown, Brett Hundley, Hell which yeah. was too much. I totally forgot Anthony Brown got signed. Good for him. Um, but uh, then, so how would you compare the experience at Ravens camp to the experience at Chargers camp. Now, Chargers the Chargers were doing a scrimmage. So, I feel like that's unfair the action there's a little more action. And then I mean, just the weather was so much better. There's like mountains in the background and palm trees yeah. and like you're not getting that oh, in, yeah. in Baltimore in Owings Mills, Maryland. Mm-hmm. So, the Chargers win and they had Justin Herbert. Yeah. I feel like Justin Herbert automatically definitely automatically makes it more interesting plus i feel like the like the ravens coaching staff is like very competent but i feel like they aren't quite as interesting as like as like brandon staley might be in an interview yeah and i actually got to talk to brandon staley like we had a one-on-one conversation after the scrimmage so that was like that was a highlight i didn't get that with the ravens i i got to talk to rashad bateman though that was a good conversation yeah Nice uh, earrings. He's got some nice earrings. You know what? Good for him. Um, he's 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 probably going to catch a lot of passes for the Ravens this year. Um, so yeah, uh, training camp is probably actually wrapping up for most teams. I know it is for the Bills, but uh, yeah, we are we are in the full swing of preseason. I have I am watching Tim Boyle on my second monitor while we are recording this podcast. She's a sicko, folks. She is a sicko. Listen. I'm emotionally invested in the Lions. I was even before I watched Hard Knocks. Um, man, the Lions have a cool coaching staff. Whatever. We shouldn't... Yes. Shouldn't... Should not go on a Lions tangent this early. But, um, yeah. Uh, preseason football, full swing. Um, and I feel like NFL training camp, it has a very particular, weird media cycle to it. You know, um, every single year you get these same talking points. Um one of my favorites personally is when 
a player will will show up having gained or lost 15 pounds and every single media person is covering it like 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 oh my god Gabe Davis put on 15 pounds he is suddenly just an entirely new player um Katie what would you say that some of your favorite NFL preseason training camp cliches are I think mine are when a new coach comes in and the entire and everyone is full of praise and delight and wonder and they are just a spring flower in the breeze at first everyone is talking at the new coach and saying oh the scheme is so much better we're getting such better coaching and then they go three and 14 in the regular season that's one of my favorites the scheme is always better right the scheme yeah. has never been worse. No one's actually. No one's like. No, the scheme sucks this year. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think any players are taking the mic and saying, saying like, ah, uh, you I, know, the scheme sucks this year, but you know, at least we have good coaching now. You know. Yeah, <laughs> we're running. We're um, running the Delaware wing tee, but everything else is great. Uh, every new coach players coach players coach and we're all just buying into the culture um steven what are steven what are your some of your favorite cliches so mine's the opposite of katie's i'm gonna go with when the new coach comes in and it's like obviously a disaster from the beginning i feel like it doesn't happen often but it's happened more often recently like matt patricia was a disaster from (laughs) camp number one Uh uh-huh Urban Meyer well before training camp. Mini camp. We we knew that was gonna that was gonna be rough. Uh Joe Judge, another guy yep. that lost his locker room like immediately. Those are my favorite. Just yeah, the those disasters. Are, those, are, those are always fun. And I feel like like we aren't hearing that much from Eberflus, but like in general it seems like the Bears are mm. are this year's year one of a regime and, and like just Immediately before they've even played like a single preseason game, everyone's like, "Nah, nope, this isn't gonna work. This sucks." Um, I'm pretty sure the Bears are starting Equinemia St. Brown, Byron Pringle, and who is their third wide receiver now? Oh, um, Mooney, Mooney, and like they're just gonna do that to their second-year quarterback. It's cruel. It's okay. Yeah. They drafted a 25-year-old rookie. I'm sure oh it'll my, work oh out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Behind no offensive line. I'm sure that'll work. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Um, so so kind of in order to celebrate the the strangeness that is preseason and training camp football, um, I have devised a game. And we played a very similar version of this last year, um, although I've kind of taken a different angle on it this year. Uh, basically... In front of me, Stephen and Katie cannot see it. Um, I have a list of 20 players. Some of these players are currently on NFL rosters as of time of recording. Some of them are not. And uh, I'm going to take turns asking the two of them to tell me whether or not a player is on a roster or not. Um, So the way we're going to format this is um, I have four categories. I have quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and grab bag. Um, mm. I have five in quarterbacks, five running backs, six wide receivers, and four in the grab bag. So we're going to go one at a time. Uh, Steven, you're the guest, so you will have first pick. But um, you're going to pick a category, and you're going to pick a number. And I'm going to list the player. 
and if you do not get it, then it goes to Katie. Um, okay. Oh, so, so this is Jeopardy, basically. Kind of, except every... <laughs> Uh, it is kind of Jeopardy, except they're all worth the same. Um, if, if you get the yes or no question right, um, you have the opportunity to earn a second point if you can name the team that the player is on. Um, and I'm going to keep what? track of the points. So and if the answer is no, there's no opportunity for the first point. For correct, the, the extra point. Okay. Yes. Okay. So if it's a no, there's just one point on the board. Um, so... Steven, you are our guest, so I will let you pick from the categories uh, at, at the uh, start here. I'll go, uh, screw it, let's go grab back to start. Okay, uh, pick a number one through four. Four. Okay. The player I have for you is Robert Kimdichi. This is former Cardinals oh, uh, first round pick from 2016, uh, widely regarded as a bust. Robert Kimdichi, is he currently on an, an NFL roster? No, he's not. Steven, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, is he on the Seahawks? I, that's like the last thing I remember. And I don't even know if he was ever on the Seahawks. Um, so I have an... He, he is currently a San Francisco 49er. I just realized oh, that there's I a massive... I just realized that there's a massive flaw in my game, which is that I can't throw it to the other person because it's a yes or no question. I'm very smart. Um, <laughs> I thought when you said it goes to Katie, you meant she gets to pick the next category. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's yeah, pretend like that's what you meant. Yep. <laughs> Not okay. the other thing. <laughs> yep. That's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly it. Robert Kimdichie, a San Francisco 49er against all odds. He just keeps getting chances. Uh, Katie, go ahead and uh, go ahead and take a pick here. Give me quarterbacks. Okay, pick a number one through five. Uh, two. Okay, Andy Dalton. Oh Jesus! Is Andy Dalton on an NFL roster? Most recently, last year of the Chicago Bears. Uh. I don't think so. No, Katie, yeah, I have bad no. news. Oh, God, where where is he at, <laughs> Stephen? Do you want to guess where where Andy Dalton is? Uh, I I know, I know where he's at, and I ah, I've seen like a picture of him posing like in his new uniform. I, I'm not going to be able to come up with it. Andy Dalton is a New Orleans Saint. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it was. Can That's you imagine? Necessary. Yeah, uh, Andy Dalton gets to hang out with with Jameis Winston. He gets to hang out with Jameis. Um, he also gets to hang out with Taysom, and other quarterbacks on roster include Ian Book and KJ Costello. So, uh, yeah, that's a name. That's a name <laughs> collection. <laughs> on a scale of one to five, how good is that blunt rotation? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's either 17. one or five. It's either negative one or five. eight. Negative eight. I'm taking. Uh, I I can think of few people that I would want to smoke with less than Taysom Hill. I don't need that in my life. I don't need to hear what Taysom Hill says when he's high. You know. On the contrary, yeah. I need to hear exactly what he <laughs> says when he's high. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so uh, we currently have goose eggs on the board for both of you. Uh, it goes back to Stephen. Uh, what category are you picking here? 
I'll go quarterback, and I'll take one. Okay. Mike Glennon. Most recently Not. of the of the of the of the New York Giants. You're answering no? No, no. Steven, you're on the board. Let's go. Mike Glennon is uh woefully unemployed. Well, I mean, I guess <laughs> I guess he might have a job, but I I certainly don't know what it is if he does. Um D- Davis yeah. Mills currently has his job. <laughs> yeah. Um Mike Glennon last year started four games and Nobody saw any of them. He had four touchdowns to ten interceptions. So, yeah. That's what's up with Mike Glennon. Uh, yeah. Congratulations, Steven. You're on the board. Uh, Katie, you are up. Give me running backs and give me the number one. Okay. The player you have chosen is Philip Lindsay. Um, here. Yes, and with the Miami Dolphins? Uh, you get one point for yes. Unfortunately, Philip Lindsay is, um, Steven, do you happen to know? No. Okay. Philip Lindsay is an Indianapolis cult, allegedly. Um, yeah. So that, I am looking at their running back room now. They have Jonathan Taylor, obviously. They have Naheem Hines. And they have Philip Lindsay and, uh, the kid from Baltimore last year who all the fantasy people told me to draft, uh, Tyson Williams, they have that guy. Um, so yeah, that's what the Colts have cooking in the running back room. Um, feels the like fantasy Philip football Lindsay... community famously <laughs> is good at projecting young players. Very famous. Don't, don't forget Hakeem Butler being. Uh, oh I my said, god! I said that so weird. Hakeem Butler. I don't know you why know I said his name so weird. But I didn't being see him. Calvin Johnson. Wow. Uh, Okay, this does not count for points, but I just looked it up. What football league does Hakeem Butler currently play? This is oh. open to either of you. Oh, no. Is it Canada? My man is an Edmonton Elk. Yes! Oh, nice. He's an Elk. Uh, he's also playing... Is he playing receiver? Or is he... St- he, uh, didn't he, he got switched to tight end. But I wonder yeah. if he kept that going. Uh... Wikipedia lists him as a wide receiver for the Edmonton Elk. So, uh, I guess, you know, good for him. Uh, he might just be on the practice roster. The Wikipedia page is not, uh, is not, um, totally clear. Um, okay. Uh, I got, I got dunked on by the, uh, Iowa State SB Nation. Really? Uh, site, Twitter account for my anti, uh, Butler (laughs) takes before the draft, before that draft. I mean, I feel like if anyone actually watched him play, you'd be like, oh, he, like, doesn't know how to play wide receiver. <laughs> I, I, I posted several clips of him not knowing how to play wide receiver. <laughs> like, I get that he's very tall, and I also like wide receivers that are very tall, but, uh, yeah, yeesh. Um, uh, God, who just picked? Steven just picked. No, Katie picked. No, Steven, you're up. No. Yeah, I picked. I'll take receiver uh, three. Three. Steven, you've chosen Corey Coleman, former first-round pick of the Cleveland Browns, Corey Coleman. I feel like I've seen his name in a tweet, like a a training camp tweet. I'm going to say yes. You are correct. Do you know what team he plays for? Tennessee. A valiant pick. Uh, He is a Kansas City Chief. Um, This was... This was a shock to me. Uh, he spent 
So, Corey Coleman spent 2021 out of football. Uh, well, he actually got suspended for violating the league's PED policy, um, which is, dog, you should be getting better results if that's what you're doing. But, uh, you know, um, yeah, Corey Coleman still still hanging around. I remember when the Bills traded for him in 2018, I was like, oh, man, wide receiver two of the future. It's him and Kelvin Benjamin. Let's go. Um, Who did? So, what did they trade for him? I remember that trade, but I don't. I think it was a future seventh. Like, it was like nothing. Like, uh, yeah, this was two years after he was a first round pick. So he got given up on shockingly quickly. Um, okay, Corey Coleman is off the board. Katie, you're up. Give me grab bag number one. You have selected Troy Fumagalli, former Wisconsin tight end who I believe has nine fingers. Troy Fumagalli. Troy Fumagalli. Uh, yes. Um, I, I couldn't hazard a guess at the team. <laughs> All right. Troy Fumagalli is on an NFL roster. Um, he only spent two years with the Broncos, the team that drafted him. And then after then, he kind of bounced around. Uh, he was recently with the Patriots. He is now a San Francisco 49er. Um, so, good for Troy Fumagalli. Um, he is not the only, okay, slight spoiler, he's not the only San Francisco 49er tight end who's on this list. Um, San Francisco ended up collecting a lot of very strange players. That's what I'll say. Uh, so I believe right now we're tied two to two. Uh, Steven, we'll throw it back to you. Uh, let's do quarterback. Uh, was there a five? Yep. All right. You've chosen Deshaun Kaiser. My boy, QB1. <laughs> QB1. Did you actually have him QB1 that year? Uh, I sure did. Oh. I, oh, I was so man. high on him, too. I okay. I was so high on him. Uh, this was before anybody had access to college all 22. So I'm going to say any takes from before <laughs> that era, which was like 2019 is when people started getting it, uh, don't count. They don't count. Yeah. Kyler Mur- from Kyler Murray on. <laughs> this is why you were wrong on, on, uh, on Josh Allen. Um, but no, Kaiser he... Kaiser is definitely not on the team. Unfortunately, you are correct. Deshaun Kaiser, most recently of the Tennessee Titans, Katie's Tennessee Titans. Um, his career touchdown to two interception ratio is eleven to twenty four. Um, I remember him most with the Browns. Like yeah. That's that's the team. That's really the only team he played for. Like, got a chance to play. Yeah, he got traded almost. I think he got traded literally the next season after the Browns traded for Tyrod. Um, they sent him to Green Bay, and he couldn't beat out Tim Boyle. And like, that was definitely when we should have known. Um, but yeah, sadly, Deshaun Kaiser not getting not getting paid to play professional football. Well, um, let, let me say this: his first game, it was against the Steelers. It was like legitimately good film, and I don't know what happened after that because he he was he wasn't very good. But his first no. game, I remember uh, Dominic Foxworth, who who I think is very good at his job. He like wrote a, a column after that game. It was like, oh oh, Deshaun Kaiser's for real, and I agreed mm-hmm. with him. We were both right. Yep, I was also very much in on him. Um, 
But I but but like I am always I'm always wrong when it comes to quarterbacks at this point. I just yeah. I you know Big move. I I just accept it. Uh Katie, you are up. Um Okay, we have six receivers, right? Correct. Okay, give me wide receiver number six. Oh, you have you have chosen excellently. You have chosen Muhammad <laughs> Sanu. Oh god. Muhammad Sanu. Um do you know where Muhammad Sanu was last year? Trivia question. <laughs> I don't. I okay. do not. Oh boy. Muhammad Sanu uh, was a San Francisco 49er last year. He is no longer on the on the San Francisco 49ers. So, I you feel, get a free space. I feel, there. I feel like I vaguely remember that. No. No, I don't think he's on an NFL roster right now. <laughs> Eat your words. Miami Dolphin Muhammad Sanu. Uh, he gets always, to hang out. He's always got a job with the Shanahan coach. He does. <laughs> one of the ugh, one of the strangest trades ever. The Patriots sending a second round pick for Muhammad yeah, Sanu. That, that was rough. I mm, that was that was certainly one of that was certainly one of Bill Belichick's bangers. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently Miami Dolphin. Good for him. Uh, I I bet if he makes a team, he will throw one of those deep balls that he uh, gets to throw once a year because he can sling it. And if that does happen, someone's gonna go viral, low effort, saying that he has a better arm than Tua. And frankly, I frankly I hope it's me. It that's not even a joke though. It, like he might <laughs> like his his stats are are, are insane. He can spin it. He is. Uh... Is he still like perfect? Because I think according like... to, uh, according to Wikipedia, he is seven for eight for two hundred and thirty three yards and four touchdowns. <laughs> he's actually the greatest quarterback alive. He is. He's so good. Um, he can actually spin it. Good for him. Um, His A dot has to be like forty too. Yeah. Like... <laughs> All he does is throw deep. Uh, I um. He did have a five-yard passing touchdown in 2018 with the Falcons, and I'm struggling to even picture what that would have looked like. Um, Doing a little quick game with a little three-step drop. I guess. Ugh. Oh, God. Uh, Katie. Or, yes, Katie? No, Steven. Steven's no, out. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm very good at running this game. It's okay. Uh, let's do running back. Uh, I'll go five. Okay. Well, you you have chosen wonderfully. You have chosen DeAnthony Thomas. No, he's not. He's not on the team. You are sadly correct. He is a BC Lion. Uh, oh hell yes! Or I believe he's technically a BC Lion. Uh, Would you rather yeah. be a BC Lion or a Detroit Lion? This year, Detroit oh, yeah, Lion this all year. the way. Yeah, that coaching staff. You're you're right. That's it's the coolest coaching staff ever assembled. Yeah, I mean, if he was a Detroit Lion, then that means that he that that his position coach would be either what Deuce Staley or Antoine Randall. Pretty sick. Um, yeah, I brought up his. I, oh, okay, I've brought up his Wikipedia page and. He signed with the BC Lions in February, and in mid and in mid May, uh, he did not show up to training camp. So what? I guess he's just not going to be on the team. I guess he signed <laughs> and then was like, "I don't actually want to play football." Um, so you know, 
Good for him, I guess. His NFL we've career na- lasted a lot longer than I would have guessed. We've now said good for good for him for every single player. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Good for them. Good for him. He got ran over by a bus. He sure Um DNB Thomas, playing career lasted until twenty twenty. Um okay. Katie, you are now up. Okay. Grab bag number four? Number four has already been taken, sadly. Three. Okay. Uh, you have selected Willie Sneed. I am going to say Willie Sneed is on an NFL roster, but again, I don't have any clue, so I'm just going to take a punt and say Carolina Panthers or whatever. You are correct. Um, Willie Sneed is a San Francisco 49er. Um, the 49ers just claiming a random assortment of guys like they're collecting Infinity Stones. Um, Willie Sneed was a Carolina Panther last year, apparently, allegedly, according to Wikipedia. Um, Willie Sneed's playing career, gone on longer than you think. Uh, he keeps getting snaps. I remember, uh, it, it was, it was very funny hearing 2018 Lamar slander when he had to give Willie Sneed 95 targets. It's like, is that, like, really? This is really what we're doing here? Um, but yes, you have gotten a point for Willie Sneed there. Um, it is now 4-3. to three. Steven, you have a one-point advantage. Um, and you are on the clock here. I'll take receiver. Uh, just give me the lowest number available. Okay. You've chosen Alan Hearns. I'm going to say, ah, that's tough. Not on a roster? You are correct. Due to injury, mostly. Didn't he, he, didn't he have, like, a horrible leg injury or something? Y- yeah. Uh, so, Alan Hearns opted out in 2020 because of COVID. And then last year, he, he ended up on IR in August. So, he most recently played for Miami in 2019. Even though it feels like he's played more recently than that, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, Alan Hearns, uh, Katie, you are up. Give me quarterback number one. Uh, we have three and four left on the board. Three and four. Okay, give me three. Yeah. Okay. Will Greer. Will Greer. <laughs> okay. Wasn't he last with the Panthers? I swear to God. He got drafted by the Panthers. Yes, he did get drafted. Okay. Chauncey Gardner Johnson instead, but no, Will Greer. Yep. Will. Um, hmm. I feel like I should say no here. Will Greer is a Dallas Cowboy. <laughs> look up, by the way, one of the funniest career stat lines ever. Look, yep, look it up. I, I am <laughs> looking funny. at it right now. Please do uh, Will Greer started two games, 28 completions on 52 attempts, so that's a 53.8 completion percentage. That's not great. Um, For 228 yards, so that's 4.4 per attempt. Um, Zero touchdowns to four picks. (laughs) He also took six sacks for 44 yards lost. Um, Yeah. uh, Awful, awful college film. I don't know why there was any hype around him whatsoever. I think PFF had him as a first-round pick. 
Uh, not not to <laughs> shit on PFF like I've covered earlier. I Deshaun Kaiser as quarterback yeah. one, so we've all been there. But at least I didn't pick a, a short, weak-armed air raid quarterback. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, that was who was twenty six years old. Yeah. Um, that was that was in a time before I was really like following college football all that closely. Uh, and I, I truly did not get it much myself. Uh, I know that, like, in his, like, six games with Florida, people really liked him. But, uh, yeah, never really understood that. Um, all right. Steven, you are up. Uh, let's go with the last quarterback. Okay. A.J. McCarron. Oh, man, that's tough. Uh, I feel like he should. No, no, he's not on the roster. AJ McCarron is a free agent. Um, I believe I believe last preseason, or maybe it was like week one or like something weird like that. Uh, okay, it it was preseason last year. Uh, he was going to be the backup for the Falcons, and then he tore his ACL. Um, Ouch! So I have no idea if we'll ever see him again. My favorite AJ McCarron fun fact is that he's he is he's the only person on earth I think who's who's gotten beaten out by Nathan Peterman twice. Um, Don't remind when... me of Nathan Peterman. Don't say that word around me. Oh, God. Katie, this is Katie. This is one of our shared traumas. Both of our teams have, have Nathan Peterman-related trauma. Uh, yeah, when the Bills signed A.J. McCarron to be their bridge quarterback, Peterman beat him out in preseason, and then the Bills traded him to the Raiders, where he... Where he then got made redundant because the Raiders signed Nathan Peterman. So Nathan Peterman was drafted the same draft as Deshaun Kaiser too. Yep. Uh, I was not high on him. I said he shouldn't have been drafted. So I got that one right. I did. I, I had Deshaun Kaiser and like in like Brad Kaya ahead of Pat Mahomes. Yeah. Brad Kaya. I oh, wonder. That's a name. Yeah. Uh, that's a name to remember. <laughs> Without looking it up, I'm just going to assume that at one point Walter Football had Brad Kaya at number one in a mock draft. That just feels right to me. Um, dear God. All right, Katie, you're up. Um, give me the lowest number grab bag player available. Okay, so this is the last grab bag player. Jordan Matthews. Jordan Former Matthews. Vanderbilt wide receiver Jordan Matthews. Oh, yeah, I watched him fucking catch a goddamn, like, 50-yard pass that beat us once in Neyland. That was fun. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Um, no. I get to now s- I get to now reveal to you both what the gimmick for the grab bag category was. Jordan Matthews is, is on a professional football team. He's a tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. All what? Four, all four of the grab bag players are on the San Francisco 49ers roster. So <laughs> they currently employ Troy Fumagalli, Jordan Matthews, Willie Sneed, and Robert Kimbichi are all gainfully employed to play professional football by the same organization in 2022. Football's excellent. Professional I, football. That that sentence was just like mad libs. Wait, Jordan Matthews is a tight end now? Yes, Jordan Are Matthews. You sure? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty in a sure Kyle Shanahan in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Like when you need like a real tight end. Yep, he he switched to tight end last year. 
Jordan Matthews has been a 49er since 2019. He's been on the roster the whole time. And um, he tore his ACL actually like last week. Um, but Aww. he's still on the roster. Um, God damn. Good so, for him. <laughs> good for him. Good for the San Francisco 49ers. They're like, I am, I am not kidding. There were more 49ers that I could have put into this game if I wanted to. The 49ers have a really weird depth chart. Um, so with that, we have completely closed off the quarterback and running back. Uh, or no, we've closed off the quarterback and the grab bag categories. Uh, so we have a couple running backs and a couple wide receivers left. Um, Steven, you are up. Give me a random running back. Okay. I'm giving you Amir Abdullah. Most recently of the Carolina Panthers, I believe. Yes. Uh, I'm going to say, I mean, he was, I'm going to say he's on a roster. He is a Las Vegas Raider. Yeah, he actually looked good in the preseason game. I totally forgot. Wait, did the Raiders already play a preseason game? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah they played the I, Hall of Fame game. I did not course. watch it. I did not watch it, so. <laughs> Dang. Unfortunately, um, I did watch it. Uh, <laughs> I I was up in the woods where uh, in a place where I could not get cell service, so I was saved for myself. Um, I literally could not watch it. Yeah, uh, I guess he's still, like, a pretty good kick returner because he's, like... Still hanging around, even though I, I cannot remember the last time that guy got, like, meaningful running back snaps. So. He, still, he still clearly had some juice with Carolina last year. That's why I just assumed that he, someone signed him because he still had yeah. something left. Yeah. Uh, when I went to the Bills-Panthers game last year, someone got really drunk in my section of the stadium, and when he took the kick return, he screamed, Abdullah Oblongata making a joke about the anatomical body part, uh, Medulla Oblongata, which, like, honestly, if you're, like, that drunk, respect. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. You could do a lot worse. Um, all right, Katie, you are up. Give me a receiver. All right. Uh, I will give you Josh Doctson. Josh Doxson, that's a that is a name I remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a name I remember. That um, was a first round pick, a first round pick. What? For yeah. real? Yeah. God, he was very what? productive at TCU. Yet another what? Mickey Mouse, Art Riles player. Yeah, Washington. Um, Josh Doxson. No, you are correct. Josh Doxson, uh, most recently with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, I guess presumably he quit the team when they brought in our good friend Connor McAnalytics. Um, just did not want to exist. I mean, I also would not want to be Connor's coworker, so like I get it. Not well, unless you're like Kyler Murray, because then you're like, hey, I'm not. I'm, I look a little taller. <laughs> that's why they brought him in. There's rumors circulating. That that's why they brought him in to make Kyler look taller. Yeah, Kyler demanded that they bring in uh, this this bite-sized uh, data guy. <laughs> <laughs> bite-sized is too too far. I'm sorry. Oh my, oh Connor. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it. Mm, I think if you are the 
Arizona Cardinals, and you know that Kyler is going to game, it makes sense to bring in a gaming buddy who is on staff and can monitor the gaming, make sure that he doesn't have any heated gaming moments, um, and just sort of like keep everything under control. Um, okay, Steven, you are up. We have two running backs and two wide receivers left. Uh, I'll take a running back. Okay. Uh, you have ended up with TJ Yeldon. Bama boy, former Jacksonville Jaguar and Buffalo Bill TJ Yeldon. No way he's on the team. TJ Yeldon is a free agent. Poor guy. TJ Yeldon, I believe his last appearance was in the AFC Championship game with the Bills. Um, he actually looked like the best running back on the team. And then, uh, well, that's it. See ya. Okay, we have... I blame I blame Connor and his friends for, for TJ Yeldon <laughs> not having a job right now. He was pretty good. TJ Yeldon they, could play. They don't pay running backs anymore because of those yeah. guys. Because Connor, yeah. specifically. S- Seth. God <laughs> Seth. damn it, Seth. Um, okay, Katie, you're up. Um, give me a random running back. Okay, the last running back on the board. Kenyon Barner. Kenyon Barner, absolutely. I would say absolutely no way, but God. God, I remember him for Oregon. That is an ancient time nowadays. Um, I am going to say no. Kenyon Barner is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. No what way. I I would have said no. Kenyon Barner is How is 30... he still in the league? He is thirty three years old. He was a speed guy in Oregon. How is he still viable? <laughs> he is thirty three years old. Let me read off his stops. So he gets drafted by Carolina as a sixth yes. round pick in twenty thirteen. He's there for a year and then Chip Kelly gets the Eagles job. So then he spends three years in Philadelphia with with, with Chip Kelly. Uh, he gets signed by the Chargers, doesn't really last there, goes back to the Eagles. This is 2017 now. Then the Panthers bring him back for his second stint in 2018. And then he spends most of 2018 with the Patriots, but he finishes the year back in Carolina. So that's Carolina stint number three there. Can't get enough. He spends all of 2019 or most of 2019 with the Atlanta Falcons. 2020 offseason he spends with the Ravens. And according to Wikipedia, he's been a Tampa Bay Buccaneer since 2020. How? He won a, He has a ring, then. He does. He has three rings. Because oh. he because he got one with the Eagles, he got one with the Patriots, and he got one with the Bucks. Damn. He's yeah. The best running Shit. back ever. Longevity, success. Clearly. I am going to, yeah, he has 416 career rushing yards. So I think he's doing it right. Uh, I, I, I think he can still return kicks. That has to be the reason why he's, why he's still around. Uh, but yeah, 33 years old. Um, Taiwan Jones, who you might remember from the Raiders trying him everywhere. He's still in the league too. The Bills still employ him. Um, so there's a lot of weird old running backs still around. Um, Okay. Steven, two wide receivers left on the board. Low number, high number. Which one are you picking? High. Okay. Travis Benjamin. The man with two first names. He was on the 49ers, wasn't he? Uh, Probably. Most recently, I think. Uh, I'm going to say 
he's he's in the league. Travis Benjamin is 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 sadly not currently in the ah. NFL. Yeah, uh, yeah. He he was most recently um, on the San Francisco 49ers. I th- I think he was on the roster like most of last year. Yeah. Um, sadly, sadly, no longer. Uh, the 49ers had a very strange collection of of guys last year. Like, I'm pretty sure they had Drake Kirkpatrick. Like like play significant snaps for them in 2021 uh josh norman yeah jesus jason oh Red. god jason Verrett yeah. is awesome though yeah jason Verrett just just makes me sad mm-hmm. um yeah bummer that's Katie the one Drew. person we will not say good for him about. yeah <laughs> bad for him um katie the last player on this year list is albert wilson um, Albert Wilson. No. Albert Wilson is a Minnesota Viking. God damn. Yeah. I figured that his career was over when he opted out for COVID. But, uh, yeah. Oh, God. Albert Wilson's number with the Minnesota Vikings, this is how you know that he is not making it. His number with the Vikings is 25. Oh, no. Even worse. <laughs> is he? Is he still wearing the loose sleeves? Uh, hard. I mean... Last year, I, he he wore number two with loose sleeves and gloves. It, it was a a Jay Feely ass aesthetic. <laughs> Look it up. I, I tweeted about I tweeted about it like a couple months ago. But it's my, just a disgusting look. My man like, had the Jay Feely drip. <laughs> oh God! I hate to uh, admit I wore loose sleeves as a I'm pretty sure the only option when I played was loose sleeves, so I probably also wore loose sleeves. I gotta say, Steven, you are absolutely right. This is... Why? What was... I, I don't know. I don't know. It's bad. Yeah. Um. I guess we don't know what kind of sleeves he's wearing with the Vikings, but he is wearing 25, which is... Um, yeah, we have... We have entered a age of training camp wide receivers just wearing horrific numbers. Um, that's very unfortunate. We have we have finished this quiz. Um, Steven, you have you have triumphed. Um, but Katie, you put up a very very respectable fight. Um, I Thank think you for honoring my loss. Okay, Steven, you ended up by my count with eight points. And Katie, you ended up by my count with six. No, oh. five. No five. Aw, oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry. Should have but... given me that extra point. Ugh. No, then... no, I need to I need to look like I'm an NFL expert and, and destroy you. That's NFL true. training camp expert Steven Ruiz. Steven, I think it's fair to say that the reason you won is that is that you've been around to all of the league's training camps, all thirty two. You did excellent boot leather reporting all around the league. Um, and this has led to your ultimate triumph. Um, I feel like that we've learned nothing. Um, None. Zero. Preseason football is very special. But the most important thing is, at the end of the day, we remembered some guys. We did. One lot of guys. Some guys. A lot of good guys. Good I tried to pull the best guys I could. Um, when I went through the depth chart, I pulled, I pulled like, 
Jeez, let me open up this this note. Yeah, I pulled like 50 names out. Um, I ended up cutting most of the younger guys, um, but like Royce Freeman, Houston Texan, would never have guessed. Josh Dobbs, Cleveland Brown, good for him. Oh, I would have guessed that. I would have guessed that, but only because he played at Tennessee. And Yeah. Um, did you guys know that Daniel Sorensen is a New Orleans Saint? That's rough. That's rough for Seth. That's rough for Seth. I've never done anything like it. Forgive us, please, if we feel very emotional. Oh, my goodness. This is fantastic. They beat. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And all I can say to that is... So, we're going to take a few listener questions here at the end of the show. Um, We got one from our good pal SeahawksNerd75. Um, this isn't like really a NFL preview show, but Steven, you're here. You are a noted Carolina Panthers fan. So unfortunately I'm going to ask you about the Panthers. Um, Seahawks nerd 75 asks who wins the Panthers QB one competition between Darnold Garoppolo and Baker. Now, if this, this actually happened, I think Jimmy wins that Jimmy wins that battle. I, I, I think the only difference between Baker and Jimmy is that Jimmy realizes that he can't do anything outside of like a three foot radius from where he mm-hmm. starts to play. Uh-huh. And Baker Baker seems to think he's like the greatest scrambler who's ever existed. He like okay. has so much faith in his ability to do that. So I think Jimmy is the better of the, the two play action quarterbacks. And that's a yeah. derogatory term when I say that. <laughs> Play action derogatory, not play action complimentary. Um, no, that, that's my that's what I want my legacy to be. The person who 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 hated play action quarterbacks the most. We are making play action a slur in 2022. <laughs> um, okay, what else do we got here? Um, from Rob at LazyTown716, what bad teams will you enjoy watching this year and why? Also, who will be the single most unwatchable team? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm going to say the Jaguars will be my favorite bad team to watch just for Trevor reasons alone. Yeah. The most unwatchable team has got to be the the Texans. Yeah. There's no compelling reason to watch the Texans. Like, even with, like, the rest of the bad teams, they might have, like, a young quarterback who you can, like, be excited about. And I'm not saying, like, Davis Mills is bad, but he's one of those quarterbacks that, isn't going to be fun to like watch he's not he's gonna be like a kirk cousins guy like it's gonna be one of those things we're we're asking and like for for like a whole decade is davis mills good and one well i mean i think it's pretty optimistic to think that he's gonna get a full decade but um (laughs) you know what at least they have Derek stingley and jalen petrie but uh i don't even know what to expect from them uh they were i feel like people almost have forgotten just how bad the Texans are. I feel like part of that is because this is their second year being this bad, and yeah. it's only as interesting the first well, time. Yeah. But ugh. I think that the rebuild is going in the right direction, ish. So probably. Ish. But it's yeah. like a boring ish. directions direction. It's yeah. like like they were better than they were supposed to be last year, but that made them more boring. Even though they like were like more competitive. <laughs> Yeah. Um, who do we want to grab here? Um, 
from at Talmudic Mudic Deer. Um, how much longer do the Lions stick with Goff? Do you think that this is like a long-term thing, or do you think that they're just like waiting until the second they can dump this guy? No, I think this is the year. I think they're biding their time when they can take a quarterback. I think they're doing a good job of like building around the quarterback position, but you can't build up a good roster and then give it to Jared Goff. Like you, you saw that happen in Los Angeles and it just failed. Like, why would you want to repeat that? Yeah. I, I think Jared Goff can get your football team to the playoffs. Probably. Um, but, but but could he get this team to the playoffs? No, 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 no. That's it. I I did. Like he, he, he proved that he can get teams to the playoffs, but yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't think he's, I think this is it. I don't see like a realistic situation where he puts up enough to like command, uh, cause it would have to be like a long-term deal. Right. And that's a lot of money to commit yeah. to Jared Goff. Who do we think that like, who do we think the next team that will end up being forced to start him for a, for a like whole year will be. The Do you Carolina think that it might Panthers. be like the Carolina Panthers? The Panthers. Why are you wishing that on yourself? I was going to say the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. The Browns. Oh no. <laughs> oh God. Um, I am, I am Let's much more so. comfortable. I'm much more comfortable wishing that on the Browns than I am the Panthers. Um, yes. Uh, whew. Sapphic Wasian Boy asks, "When will the Tuck Rule get bought by by the Ringer Podcast Network?" We're, we already bought the Ringer Podcast Network, so right, yeah. That <laughs> stupid question, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Come God. on, man. Um, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I feel like that's a podcast. Yeah. Um, Stephen. Thank you for joining us. Um, where can the people online find your various works? You can find me at theringer.com. That's where I, I write my articles. And then uh, on Twitter, at the Stephen Ruiz. I, I regret making my name that, but I have to live with it. <laughs> Ohio State's going to sue you, man. Uh, uh Steven's also on the Ringer NFL show, which I listen to. Personally. I forgot about it's, that. It's, it's a good, good podcast. Listen to it. Yeah. Thank you. If if for whatever reason the talk rule isn't isn't enough for you, which like it should be first of all, but like if you're looking to add a second football podcast to your life, uh, that's a pretty good one. Uh, Katie, where can the people find you online? I am at Kate's of Heaven on Twitter. I am writing at the Saturday Blitz, but not right now, because I'm taking a little bit of a break before the season starts. So overall, that's where you can find me. I may or may not resume my newsletter. I'm not sure about that. Either way, that's where you can find me online. Newsletters are hard. They I, are. I always have these grand ideas for newsletters, and then I'm like, oh, that takes work. Um, yeah. And I don't like doing work. Um, I'm still just on twitter at the moment at dirtbag queer um it really sucks if your creative pursuit is is like writing novels because you can be working on something for like two full years and you just have like nothing to show for it it's like yeah i'm 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 doing something promise 
you might see it in eight years. Um, yeah, that's what's up with us. Uh, if you like the show, you should go on to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Uh, it really helps. Promise. Um, if you type out a nice little uh, written review, we will read it. We haven't gotten one of those in a while, but uh, you can make Katie or I say goofy shit. Um, Steven, thank you again for coming and joining us today. Um, Katie, why don't you get us out of here? John Parker Wilson eats bussy. <laughs>